Okay, perfect. If someone will give me a cat. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mid-Level Show. Another fantastic week where all the best mid-levels in East Tennessee, there's only four of them and they're in this room right now, <laughs> discuss medicine. So we look at Dr. Rogers' uh, doctor's note. Uh, I call him Papa Doc, Papa Raj. Um, he writes on a topic every week and this week was migraines. And uh, if you're listening or tuning in right now, and if you are a migraine sufferer, sufferer cannot be a more apt description of it because it is the worst. I asked, I asked Fran if she wanted to talk about her migraines, and she's like, "What do you want me to say? They they suck." Yes, and they and it's hot, and they're just so hard to deal with. Um, and so he gave us a lot of good topics and a lot of good um, talking points on why migraines happen, uh, certain triggers that, that can bring on a migraine, the different types of headaches too, that are not just migraine and how there's even a misconception of sinus, sinus headaches versus migraine headaches and also treatments. Uh, there's abortive treatment. I think there's a couple important things that our listeners and viewers need to know. There's, there's medications out there to keep headaches or keep migraines from coming and abortive headaches for, to get you out of a migraine. So um, any, I just want to do first thoughts kind of on the migraine and kind of what you feel like is the, the biggest bang for our buck out of this, um, out of this doctor's note. Kara, we'll start for you. Kara is our nurse practitioner in the Knoxville Office of Performance Medicine. Welcome so much to the podcast and to the Zoom call. Uh, well, what do you think? I think I think um, an important thing is, as I was thinking about our meeting today, was triggers. You know, some people know what triggers them. Not drinking enough water, not getting enough sleep, stress, alcohol, uh, things like that. So identifying triggers and, and managing them. Uh, sometimes it can be hormone related, what you can and can't control. And um, so I think that's important. Uh, yeah, and two, even he said too, keeping a migraine diary or a headache diary, it sounds so base level, but that is important to know. You can think, oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's a, a change in weather. I'm sure it's something, but, but writing down every time you get those, it's the same way whenever we eat. If you're not writing down what you eat, you probably don't know what you're eating and your memory is going to create something that's probably different. Fran though, Fran and I talked, uh, it was either a week or two ago, we had the reps from uh, a new aborted medication, which we'll talk about called Nurtec. And you were t discussing with me change in barometric pressure, right? Can you discuss that a little right. bit for us, Fran? Well, it, it all starts with, I've done a lot of things on his doctor's note and um, I've kept journals and I have never, I mean, I think I have never figured out what it is that gives me migraines. I'm always trying to get healthier, change as many things as I can. Anytime I get a migraine, I would do anything to never have that kind of pain again. So I just keep searching and I have started to notice that it seems to go along with the weather. And yeah. I, I used to get them a lot more frequently as a child. Then I had a really good spell, which would no, normally women start to get them in their childbearing years, but I had a great spell there where I didn't get migraines. And then as I've hit this perimenopause menopause, oh, they're back. So um, I've determined that it's not just one thing, I think it's a combination of like, well, maybe the barometric pressure and I had two glasses of wine and I didn't sleep well and ate mm -hmm. too much sugar. Boom. Right. I can't function. But maybe if it was just the barometric pressure and my diet was perfect and nothing else was going on, I don't get a headache. 
So I think it's like your, your cup fills up too much. Too many things are wrong and boom, the headache hits. And also too, I feel like we noticed too, um, this is unrelated, but sometimes even with like a breast cancer diagnosis, you, you, we don't, it's, there's so many lists of things that could be the causative agent of those. I mean, the list is exhaustive and you kind of look at like, well, if you had, you know, early onset of menstrual cycles, oh, it, it was probably that. Well, I had a family history. Oh, it was probably that. I feel like that's probably the same way with migraines and uh, migraine headaches in particular. Yeah. Oh, well, it's the bare mixture. It's where you live or we're an allergy capital of the United States here. It's probably that. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard. Do you, do you still now, do you find stock in taking a, a headache journal? Did it help you at least eliminate some things? It helped me decide that I don't know. <laughs> which is which is good honestly this time i, I had good. cheese and i got a headache this time i didn't have cheese and i got a yeah. headache this time you know chocolate cheese wine all these things i can have all three of those sometimes and not get a headache right and then yeah. so it helped me realize it's more than one thing for, for me yeah. i mean everybody's different i think it also has a lot to do with your hormones Mm -hmm. And I think your thyroid function. I have actually been doing really well now that my thyroid is good. So, you know, who knows? <laughs> it's it's so multifactorial. And I actually, and, and Amber, we're going to come to, so that was Fran. She was our physician's assistant in the Johnson City office, officially taking patients now, killing it, killing it on Thursdays in JC. Um, and Amber, before we get to you, um, our nurse practitioner in the Kingsport office, I looked up the pathophysiology of migraines. They're starting to come out. I, I kind of got this, it's not really rudimentary, but a little bit of a diagram of how migraines work in the body. I think it's going to be important whenever we prescribe medications i feel like it's important to know why and where it's happening so that you're not just taking something just to take it uh th this process for a migraine headache a lot a lot of headaches are vasodilation so the vessels in the in the, in the brain getting bigger and causing pain so that's kind of on a rudimentary level but really starting with vasodilation and inflammation which fran in, in talked about whatever caused that probably sugar inflammatory there's vasodilation around specific receptors called 5-ht that's where imitrex works that's where the triptans work 5-ht so 5-ht is now activated it goes on and you have neuropeptide releases. This is going to get very sciencey and complicated, but there's two important ones. There's substance P, which stands for pain, and there's also CGRP, which is where the new medications like Nurtec, they block that, work, and also Amiavig. Dr. Rogers mentioned a once-monthly injection that is a CGRP, a neuropeptide blocker. So that's where it works on that second part of it. It goes through the trigeminal ganglion to eventually give you a pain signal. So we transfer as pain from there. So I'm seeing in this that there's vasodilation, there's inflammation and release of neuropathy. There is a neurologic component to headaches, which makes them so complicated. So I feel like it's important to know that these are why these medications are out there. A lot of medications are blocking receptors so that they don't activate. So we don't want to vasodilate. We don't want to become inflamed. But, but Amber, I, that was a quick side note from that. Um, I want you to give me an in-depth report on the pathophysiology <sighs> of migraines. Would you start from the beginning and I'm going to need an abstract and I'm going to need a, just a quick, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> any, yeah. any first thoughts or anything that you take, do you suffer from migraines? Do you have patients come in suffering? What do you think? Well, I'm so glad I got to follow that uh, 
presentation <laughs> of the pathophysiology. I was like sitting here going, please don't ask me to comment on whatever you were just saying. <laughs> Tell me what you think about 5-HT no, versus no, CGRP. But, but but it is important to understand how your drugs are working. What is their mechanism of action? What are they doing in your brain? What is happening? And I mean, knowledge, as you've said in the past, is power. So thank you, yeah. Andy. No, you're um, welcome. Uh, my biggest takeaway is migraine prevention. I, I personally have never suffered from migraines. So I feel very blessed uh, because I, I have had patients. Um, I have had family members where it's, you know, the photophobia they have to be in dark rooms they have to go to bed they're nauseated they're vomiting um migraine prevention i like he talked about how many of us walk around dehydrated um i personally carry around a camelback uh my husband calls it my passy or my blankie because it is something that is with me all the time and if it gets left anywhere we are turning around we're going to go find it and so keeping yourself hydrated um getting enough sleep uh decreasing stress exercise those things and this is coming from someone who's never suffered from migraine. So Fran may be sitting there going, I do all those things and I still get them. Right. So it, but if it would help, as she was saying, if there was something I could do that I may still get them, but it might at least help with the severity, um, I, I would do those things. Um, and one thing I also wrote down was, but I thought about during this time was um, the eye strain, screen time, if that's causing, people to yes. have more headaches, migraines, uh, visual disturbances uh, linked to that. So maybe you could try limiting that if you're in a, a season where things are, migraines are picking up. And two, there's even uh, blue light glasses that you can wear. There's a lot of blue light, emanating blue light. Oh, we talked a lot about that, not on a pot, our, our uh, mid-level show, but we had an Empower You series on sleep and they talk a lot about blue light, close to sleep. Um, that's always good. I, and what you reminded me of, Amber, is whenever I'm in a room with a patient talking about weight loss, I talk about the weight loss mountain. It's so high anyways, it's hard for everyone. Things that make that mountain higher are insulin resistance, thyroid dysfunction, hormone imbalance. For migraines, we can think about this the same way. It's probably going to be very hard to get rid of migraines anyways. It's already hard. The things we do on our own to take away and chip away at that mountain are the things that, as Dr. Rogers is talking about, you just mentioned. Hydration, water, that is the most basic thing. And the most basic need is we need to hydrate ourselves. We are, is it 70%? water we're made of is that right i don't i made that Maybe up more. somewhere uh, we need a note yeah. from production for a fact check please thank you so much <laughs> we'll have on fact check that'd be perfect i think it's like 70 percent water we're mainly water and we walk around constantly dehydrated i for one i am the worst at it i tell every patient in the room drink more water and i'm like and once you figure out how to do it Tell me because I don't I don't do it. I do not have that passy. I probably need to bring around that. I know. I'm feeling thirsty. Just us talking about this. <laughs> and I I'm am serious. having coffee right now. I mean it's what it's three o'clock. Yeah, dehydrating. I'm just dehydrating. Yep. I'm prepping. You know what? I'm wanting to have a migraine on camera right now so that we can all do <laughs> this together. That is called method acting. I'm just kidding. I don't wish migraines on anybody. Um, I do want to steer the conversation a little bit to you, Kara. Kara has a unique experience where she's worked in the emergency room. And a lot of people come in for acute migraine relief. Not, the most common ones, to, to my knowledge, the most common ones are stuff we can take at home. Imitrex, um, Maxalt, those are the triptans that work, yes, work at the 5-HT receptor. Neurotech is a new one that works at the CGRP receptor. Same thing where you're taking a pill, usually it dissolvable, it's dissolvable, so we don't have to swallow it for vomiting, uh, for acute care. But there's also, he mentions in the notes, 
hydration, getting an IV. And I feel like that's a very mm -hmm. emergency room technique. Did you experience any of that with your prior practice? Well, not really. It was more what Dr. Rogers mentioned about the that Demerol and Finnergan shot. Yeah, yeah. Like they would have to come in and get the the combo Demerol Finnergan shot, wait 30 minutes to an hour, and then have somebody drive them home. That was years ago, kind of a quick fix that he that he uh, mentioned. But I think the the hydration would definitely be uh, be a good idea, you know, just for them to even if they just had, you know, a liter of fluid while they were there, it's, it would help so oh, yeah. much. Yeah, and and just and just another thing of that relieving a, a migraine, we're hydrating, mm -hmm. we're replenishing, we're putting fluid back into those vessels. I think is important, and also adding magnesium, which was new to me. Mm -hmm. Magnesium is is gonna be one of my favorite ones. I always said vitamin D is my favorite vitamin. I said, if I had a best friend, a best vitamin friend, it would be vitamin D. I yes. love vitamin D. I can't get enough of it. I get vitamin D injections and it is the bomb. I love it. <laughs> but, but vitamin D deficiency has been linked to type one diabetes, multiple sclerosis, but magnesium I'm finding we use for constipation. We use for blood pressure. We use for- Sleep. Uh, Sleep. Sleep leg pain and now migraines I, I feel like fran is our vitamin queen i what, what I are your a bunch of them what are your <laughs> thoughts on magnesium and also too if we can give a little bit of counsel and direction for our patients on the type of magnesium there's glycinate there's citrate the life extension one we use too has a combination of these are all just attachments for viewers or listeners it has potassium i think the one i take has potassium in it also okay yeah to help lower blood pressure yeah do you have any kind of what do you think about like citrate or glycinate? Do you have any insight or think that one's better than the other? I think I take citrate. citrate. Yeah, that's the most common. <laughs> that's the most common. Sometimes I know there's one patient that does a glycinate that's, uh, or maybe it's three and eight. I think it's three and eight that's brain specific. Oh, I love L-theanate. Yeah, okay, yeah. Magnesium yeah. L-theanate. I yeah. definitely do take that one. That is yeah. what is on my bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's supposed to be brain specific. I take it every night. It's supposed to be brain specific. I feel like citrate's probably the most common one out there, but I think citrate if I'm constipated. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's that one works like a miracle for that. So and, and, and that is, it's, uh, magnesium is out there. That's, that's not some prescription medication that we have to write. You can only take, you know, eight times a month. It's, it's something we can take every day and has a, uh, a multifaceted effect out of it. I feel like magnesium is probably going to be my second best friend. I'm at, I'm adding it right now. I'm done. It's happening. Um, he talks that we've talked about treatment. Um, we've talked about kind of natural ways that we should be trying to keep migraines at bay. I do think it's important to, and Amber, maybe you can give a comment on this, on the different types of headaches. I often do feel like it's important for people to know how these headaches manifest so that if you haven't had one, you could be prepared for one and know what they'll feel like. And he talks about cluster headaches, tension headaches, sinus headaches, and migraine headaches. Do you find that sinus headaches are kind of mislabeled and they're, and they're really migraines? What do you think? Just well, because of our area, we're in East right. Tennessee. If you're not listening from East Tennessee, mm -hmm. East Tennessee, my car is always covered in pollen. It really is. Mm -hmm. And our bear, and our, and I'm learning a lot about our pressure system. <laughs> we're in a crazy area. Okay, people yes. like move to Arizona to feel better, but the trees are really pretty here, at least. But. <laughs> yeah, but no, you're right. I think it is important to know and, and you can find credible sources if you are experiencing headaches, you know, it just make sure that whenever you're looking stuff up online that it is a credible source, you know, a, an EDU or an org, uh, you know, uh, Mayo Clinic type where you're not just 
finding um, whatever is out there. But uh, cluster headaches used to be like the um, suicide headache because they right. are so intense and they come on and they continue and they don't let up, uh, you know, in this cluster type fashion. So um, if a patient kind of walks in and they're sitting down like, oh man, I'm just having these cluster headaches and it's just terrible. And, you know, they're just talking to me fine. That's normally, and, and also, you know, that your presentation is going to say a lot about the migraine, a sinus headache. I don't necessarily think is uh, going to have that same photophobia, nausea, vomiting. It's going to be more of just that pressure, you know, in your sinus uh, regions um, area, not, but not saying it couldn't present because everybody's different. And that's one thing that's wonderful about performance medicine. If you can't figure it out, or if your presentation is kind of all over the board, just come in and let us talk to you and, ask you about those questions, get you on some of these, um, options. Like he mentioned the the O2 mask, you know, try hydration IV oh, yeah. and, and work it out. But, um, as far as, I don't know if that answered your question about. No, the they did. no. And I'm actually glad that you brought up the oxygen mask. That was new to me too. Uh, the oxygen mask. I feel like you got that from Dr. Blankenship, which is really cool. That's who we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, at the ER physician, uh, a brilliant guy. Um, oxygen. Who would have thought oxygen as a treatment? That that really, I, I people feel better. I, it made me think of oxygen bars and even to casinos pumping in oxygen to make you feel more alert, more awake. Um, oxygen as a treatment too. Definitely, that's the buzzword question in PA school is cluster headache. What's a treatment? Oxygen. So. Um, and also, dude, it's you thinking about all the natural stuff that's out there. Oxygen is what we're breathing, you know? So I feel like um, there's a lot of things that we can do just um, more homeopathically to treat these oh. headaches. Yeah. And there was one, one other thing about women. If you are a, um, a childbearing, menstruating woman and you, it, headache journals are very beneficial for those women who it tends to be a cyclical thing with your, with your cycle. So I would encourage you, if you tend to notice you have a, a migraine or a set of migraines that are a particular time in conjunction with your cycle, um, keep that in mind because as he was saying, maybe we can fix that with a little bit of progesterone or something to help you during that that time. And we even did, we, I had a patient this morning where we did progesterone just uh, for the second half <laughs> of her cycle to help out with sleep. Yeah. Progesterone is a wonderful hormone too. That's a, a huge PSA public service announcement, not prostate specific antigen. Uh, for you viewers or listeners, check your freaking hormones. Check them. If, if you don't know where they are right now, might as well check them and see where they're at. We do hormones all the time, uh, and there's ways that we can treat hormones effectively and safely. Uh, and they may be contributing to migraines, and we don't and we don't know it unless we know where they are. I will say it is important too to, for viewers. I always feel like with any diagnosis, with any treatment, the more you know about it, I think the better. So aura, migraine with or without aura. Aura is just the visual disturbances, the phonophobia where it hurts to hear things, it hurts to see things. These are neurological disturbances that give you a warning, a headache is coming on, a migraine specifically is coming on. So there's diagnosis and different, actually ICD-10 codes for with or without aura migraine. So that's important to know there's a neurological component. So when you talk about it and you're dealing with your migraines, you're more informed. I have a friend that's a PA who has migraine with auras in which if he's driving, he knows that if he gets that, he pulls over and sits and he has Imitrex with, he does Imitrex and not Nurtec, but um, important to know that. I feel like knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. This is the reading rainbow. Is that the reading rainbow? It's like, or the education connection? I don't know. 
I'm working on stuff. You know, I don't know if you haven't caught uh, my friend Andy, the new YouTube sensation, but our very own Amber uh, was Nancy the nutritionist. Um, I would love for you to sing right now. I won't make you do that if you don't want to. You probably need to be, you need to be microphone. It's okay, but I'm sure people would want to hear another one. Yeah, I'm sure they can <laughs> tune in to my friend Andy. <laughs> I am currently writing characters for Kara and Fran as well. They are Perfect. itching to get on the show and I cannot wait for them to get on the show. So uh, if you'd like to put suggestions in the comment box during this show or during this podcast, uh, listening adventure, please let me know about different character ideas for character uh, for Karen Fran. I'm, I'm rolling. I'm just rolling. I'm just waiting for a migraine to roll on so we can just abort it real quick. <laughs> and be. Any other closing thoughts, Kara, any closing thoughts, any? About the um, female hormones, it's important to get them uh, days 19 to 23 yeah. cycle that's the the most important time if you are thinking about getting your female hormones checked that's when we that's the ideal time for us awesome. to check your estradiol testosterone progesterone and days, if you're and nice and young and still cycling <laughs> we don't believe in the o word we don't believe in old that's right everyone is as young as you feel and as long as that's young right as you look. <laughs> that's good to know can you repeat that days 19 through 23 Yes. 19 through 23. That's great advice. Amber, any closing thoughts? Nope. No, I love it. We covered everything. <laughs> Fran, Fran, any closing thoughts? My closing thought would be talking about headaches. So just let everyone out there know if you have a headache and it is the worst headache of your life, do not show up at performance medicine. Get yourself to an emergency room. Yeah. Because yes. a very severe headache can be fatal. A bleed. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. subarachnoid hemorrhage. That is a buzzword. And that is very important. Yes, that, that's actually, well, I'll have a note too to, to production and to the head honcho. We did not talk about subarachnoid hemorrhage. That is the thunderclap <laughs> lightning headache. That is the worst headache of your life. I listened to a podcast about it the other day. Uh, Amelia Clark, she's from Game of Thrones, the Khaleesi. I don't know if we watch Game of Thrones GOT, but she suffered from it and she had she had the subarachnoid hemorrhage or an AB malformation, but um, worst headache of your life. Yes, emergency room is the way you want to go. Absolutely, that's great advice. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning into the mid-level shows. We are the PAs and MPs of performance medicine, and we can't wait to bring you care. Oh, that's going to be my new tag phrase. I loved it. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> thank you all. I appreciate y'all joining Bye. in, and we'll tune in next. Have week. a great Bye. day. Okay. Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.